Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jeremy Marriott. Now, on today's show, we've got uh, professional stuntman Adam Howe. Now, Adam's worked on X-Men, he's worked on Thor, he's uh, in Spiderhead, which is with Chris Hemsworth, which is about to come out soon. Um, this guy is the real deal, so sit back uh, and, and enjoy the show and um, let's listen to what Adam's got to say about the stunt industry. Okay, I'd like to welcome to the show Adam Howe. How are you, Adam? Good, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, just for our listeners out there, if you could just give a, a brief of what you do and, and what you're up to. Uh, yeah, I'm a stunt performer. So I do stunts for film, television, commercials, um, bits and pieces. Uh, just finished a pro, uh, one of Hemsworth's latest projects. Um, and then we're now on to one called 13 Lives, um, which is about the, the 13 Thai kids that got trapped in the cave a few years ago. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. Um, doing a film telling a story about that, which is uh, yeah, it'd be quite interesting. How did you get into that, Adam? How did you get into uh, all that? It's kind of one of those things. You, I don't know. I just kind of fell into it. No, like no pun intended. Um, I discovered it like when I was about sixteen. Um, and I was like, stunt performer. That's that's a that's a job. That's a career. Uh, and then kind of just forgot about it. Um, and uh, when I finished year twelve, I built my first house. Um, just work my butt off and made some smart decisions and then end up like selling it. And back then the market was really good. So I made a lot of money and this idea just came into my head again. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like you're in a position now where you're, you know, 18, you've got, you've got finances and just why not take a chance and go for it. So I started traveling and training and traveling and training and heading to LA several times a year. And uh, I was living in Western Australia. So heading over East, and traveling and training and um yeah it's kind of one of those things as a grading system so eventually you get graded um acquire the skills and then it's all about who you know not what you know getting that first day and then do a good job and it snowballs and yeah it's like anything if you want it you want it bad enough you'll make it you'll make it happen and i obviously did so yeah here i am today 12 oh. years 13 years later awesome yeah no i've had a, a couple of people on who are just starting their stunt journey and they're yeah. talking about the, the process of getting graded. I didn't realize it was actually that in-depth. I thought it was you just did stunt course, got a certificate, and that was it. No, Australia and the UK are the only two places in the world that actually have a grading system. Um, everywhere else is just, yeah, it's kind of who you know, and if you have the skill set, you can yeah. you know, you know can kind of get by. But, um, yeah, it's the the first grading, like I said, it's, it's not hard to get. It's just... You just got to meet requirements yeah. um, and then kind of then you're at the base level. And then from then on, it's, you know, work your butt off. And I mean, the industry kind of, kind of weeds out who's going to make it or not and who really wants, wants it and, and doesn't because there's a lot of, a lot of work involved. You're always training and keep, there's so many skills you need to acquire. And then once you've acquired those skills, you need to keep them current. There's, um there's no point doing, say, you know, some, some, some boating skills or getting your boat license and then not driving a boat for three years. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, so we, you know, we need you to drive this, this jet ski or this boat. And you, so there's, there's so many different skills from, you know, fights to falls to, to this, to that, to motor vehicles to, yeah, that you just, you always have to keep on top of it. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah I know what you mean. Like I used to do a lot of horse riding way back when, mm -hmm. and now I'm going out to this filming and they're like, Oh, 
you can ride a horse. And I was like, yeah, but it's been yeah. like 10 years. So I've had to yeah. go, you know, start doing that again at a, a riding school. But I also see on your Instagram, you, you're doing an electric, electric conversion. Uh, yeah, I did. A, um, so that was kind of like a COVID project. I, um, I had the, got bought the little mini truck from the movie Aquaman. Uh, and I just thought, oh, I'll tinker around in the, in the garage with it. Um, and then it kind of got out of hand and it turned, it turned into a, a full rebuild and um, yeah, electric motor conversion. And it was kind of just, yeah, in the workshop for six months monday to friday nine to five kind of just through wow. COVID when you couldn't do anything yeah, yeah so there's a lot of hundreds of hours into it um yeah, it was a bit of fun so is that what you did when you left school you you were working as a mechanic while you were training to be a stuntman or um no i actually went to uni uh to do uh sports science and physiotherapy oh, okay. um, so the mechanical side of it came my dad was a fitter and turner so mm. he was um always just you know like like fixing things and you know, very, very handy. So I had just a little bit from my upbringing, but um, the rest of it was just all self-taught um, and and just being around the right people to, mm. you know, like I've always been interested in cars and, and, and motorbikes and stuff like that. And um, there's a, one of the, the Australia's best car guys is here in Queensland, Mick Van Morsel. So when I moved over, I went to his place and just said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm pretty handy. If you, if you need a hand with anything, I've got time and, willing to learn and you're going to get some free labor and took me up on my offer and kind of, you know, never left his place for a while. So I just, <laughs> I was always there and just, you know, acquired so many skills and, you know, yeah. from now, instead of just crashing the cars, like building the roll cages and, you know, fabrication. And so, yeah, it was the same with the electric motor. I was like, well, how hard could it be? So, you know, good old Dr. Yeah. YouTube. And- <laughs> well, I'm a mechanic. I, I had a, I had a workshop till COVID came and then no, I closed it down. I've done one um, oh, wow. conversion and yeah, they are. How did that go? Yeah, it was, it was on a Jag. Uh, and oh, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, you look at it and you're like, yeah, this will be easy. And uh, yeah, just, it's just the major stuff's easy, but it's just the small little things, you know, that you have to get made or, or manufacture yourself that you can't just buy off the shelf. Yeah. Completely. I'm sure you found with yours. Oh, hundred percent. I spent eight hours making just a, a little boss kit to change the steering wheel because yep. it's from 1983 and you can't get anything. So I got a metal lathe and piece of steel and just turned out tap threads and took me all day to make just a tiny little boss kit. Yeah. So were you on, you were on the movie that you bought the, the truck from? Uh, I wasn't. No, no. I knew a guy that was on the movie. Um, I did, I did get offered that one, but um, uh, I got also got offered uh, X-Men which was filming in Montreal and Canada. So I decided that'd be, uh, you know, overseas, di- different country, different language. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously speak French there. So yeah, it was, I, I chose, chose to do that one. And yeah, it was, it was really good fun. But you, yeah. you must be um, loving all the work in, in Australia at the moment though. Uh, it's good. Every, everybody's busy, which is great. Cause you know, quite often it's, you know, like little, little pockets, it goes in, it goes in waves or the whole industry goes in waves where it's busy and then it's not. Um, but it's really good. It seems like like everybody is starting to, to, to work here and, and, um, it's not just, you know, like, like, oh yeah, get a few days here and get a few days there. It's, um, it's good. It seems like, you know, the rest of the world is still sort of struggling and I know Australia is sort of gaining some traction and, I read that um, Marvel have just contracted to Australia for the next five years, and um, there's 
plenty oh, other nice. big productions in the pipeline. So oh yeah, yeah, hopefully so it keeps many. coming. Hmm. It's good well, for the economy. Yeah. I also think with the advent of of all the streaming services, everyone's going to have yeah. work now all the time. You know. Yeah. Well, I guess they have to play catch up because through COVID, they they couldn't they couldn't make anything. That's right. So now they're all they're all screaming to to film. So yeah, bring it on. Well, they're even building sound. They're going to be building sound stages here in Fremantle, and uh, yeah, yeah. The shared markets be a big yep. film hub here, which is good because we don't really do much over here. I mean, um, the there's hardly ever any work. It's either like student films or you've got to go over east. Yeah, it is picking up. There's there's three features. Um, I think one's in production now, and there's two in the pipeline for Western Australia. Um, so it is it is starting to pick up there because there's actually a um, a stunt coordinator now living in Western Australia, Nigel Harbatch. Okay. Yeah. So it's um there's um there's opportunities to do more. It used to be known as just the documentary state. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the red dog but, state. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's more opportunities and funding, and and with the studios, you know, the mm. finally like the good good space and location to to have bigger productions, and because mm. it's a great location, Western Australia, I find that you know you can you can go a few hours either direction, and you know you have totally different scenery and yeah yeah, yeah like we've got to go down to Esperance for this film, and yeah. um, just just amazing the changes in the in the. Well, what sort of writing do they have you doing? Uh, well, it's a World War One movie, so oh, cool. trotting around on a horse, probably yeah. just yeah, yelling at soldiers, yeah. no doubt. So we got like oh, I think we've got 150 extras, and a lot of those are all ex-army guys. So yeah, wow, got to coordinate them because it's the director's doing it without any CGI or very very little. Um, oh wow! So we've got explosive guys down there, and yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's gonna be great. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. How did how did you get into the film side of things from mechanics? Oh, so I I just started doing a podcast because yeah. uh, and I um I got the director on the show when he was in pre production and I was talking to him yeah. and he's like, oh, you're ex army. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was in the army. But he goes, oh, do you want to be an extra in this film? I said, yeah, I'll come down, I'll be an extra, and I'd also just been an extra through a guy who runs an extra extra specialist in in Brisbane for ex-army yeah. guys. I'd just been on a Marvel film with him. So I got on this film and he's like, oh, uh, you're a pretty good at organisation. I said, yeah, I ran a few soldiers in the army. And he's like, well, do you want to look after all the extras and we'll make you an AD? And I was like, well, okay, then well, I'll come on as an AD if I get a couple of good scenes in it as well. And he was like, yep, yeah, no worries. So... That's all I've been doing now for the last five months is coordinating with him, you know. Oh, nice. Getting all the extras and all the the bloody travel passes from anyone from the eastern states to WA is a bit of a nightmare. I'm sure you know yeah. traveling at this time is is hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'm just glad we don't have any cars in this movie because uh, yeah. otherwise I'll probably be under the bonnets of them doing stuff to them, you know. Yeah. Is, is, to, is, that, is that your hope now to transition from from mechanic to film? Well, it's just, yeah, pretty much. I enrolled for a, a diploma of screen acting at Whopper. And, okay. Yeah. Um, for next year. Um, yeah. And just yeah. Whopper's great. Yeah. Yeah, and just everyone I, I've met in the industry is always very positive and always very happy. Whereas yeah. everyone who is a mechanic hates their life. 
hates people and never wants to leave or go anywhere or do anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, they have, they have that sort of creative mentality where they're, I don't know most people get into film and television. I guess, you know, the money always plays an aspect, but it's mostly because of they enjoy doing it. It's the creative side. They're getting it for the love yeah. of it. Well, I'm, I'm, money comes. I'm 40. Yeah. So I've got two houses I'm set up. Yeah. My houses pay for themselves. I don't really have to do anything, you know? Um, yeah. Good to be in a position where you have the the freedom. Yeah. 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 And I, and it aligns more with my values than, than working on cars, you know? Yeah. But yeah. you, you must have your cams license and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're putting on the cars and driving around the cars in movies and stuff. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So qualified welder um, and, all, and all that, but it's, I, it's, they have a vehicles department. So we only take care of like, like stunts and stunt mm. crashes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, any any other sort of just sort of um, like vehicle section, it comes under the vehicles department. So any like background driving or you know even sometimes sourcing the cars um, that we need. Mm. Uh, generally, we don't do it anyway. Like either the art department or or vehicles. Um, so and yeah, unless there's like a specific like crash, like where we we need to modify the car. Mm. Generally, we don't. We have nothing to do with it anyway. Or if you know if we need a handbrake in it, they might they might vehicles might do that. Yeah. Put a hydraulic handbrake or something. Yeah. Do you, when you watch the films and you see cars flip over and stuff like that, are you like me and you go, well, there's no gearbox, no tail shaft, no fuel tank in that car that's just rolled yeah, over? Roll a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's hard not to not to like dissect things and and yeah and look past it. But still, an engaging film is an engaging film. Like you, I like I know when it's a good film when I'm just like, oh well, I haven't sat there and picked that apart. So yeah. 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 You, I'll find with my with my army mates, we'll be watching a film and you, you know, you watch a room clearance or something like that. And you'll be like, Oh, Oh my God, what are they doing? Like, so my job in the army was the same. Like I was like explosives, all that kind of stuff. Like the guy that doesn't the hurt locker with Jeremy Renner and like first 15 to that 15 minutes of that movie, completely accurate. And then after that, no, it was all just crazy. And it's quite often because, we were like we just did uh like a like a special ops sort of film and um i don't know i did inverted commas it was kind of yeah it was like a like a, a black site special ops film and we had a military advisor on there mm. and you do you do the training and you do like proper clearances and and how they would hold guns and then the stance and everything like that and quite often you'll pre-visit all out and then you'll show the director and they're like well, why are they all in a line? We can't see anyone. And so can we can we spread them out like this? And so quite often you'll do it all and try to get it all really accurate. And then it doesn't, or they, it doesn't look good on, on film. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. oh, well, his face is masked and we can't see him. So let's move him here and here and oh, put his gun down because, you know, it's covering this. And so quite often you try and do it super accurate and then it gets changed anyway, which it must be, I know for like the military advisor that was on the last film, it's super frustrating because, then people like yourself, like you'd be like, you pick it apart and they're like, oh, it kind of reflects badly on me, but they actually try to do the right thing and then they just get overridden by the record. So long as everyone's trigger is along the side of the the rifle, that's fine. (laughs) People walking around with their their finger on there. Yeah, yeah. There are little things that they try to drill in, but um, yeah, which was which was funny because I um that was the first time that I actually really saw it where I was because I would do the same too. I was like, oh. That would that would be right. Or he just just flashed his gun past his mate's back and yeah. stuff like that. And you know what I mean. But then 
yeah, then you then you you see the, the creative input from the you know the powers above, and you're like, okay, I can see why things are you know try to be accurate, but they're not quite. Yeah. So, so is the is 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 Thor all wrapped up now? Thor. Yeah. That was uh, the the last Thor that was being done done at Fox. Is that all finished? Well, that's no, still, that's still going. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder, I think it's called. No, it's, yeah, down in Sydney. That's that's still still happening now. Yeah, I just yeah. I had a an actor on uh, Daniel Reader, and he not long ago finished Escape from Spiderhead with the Hemsworth camp as well. Oh, Dan Ridden. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the one that I was on. I was um yeah doubling one of the leads on that. Oh yeah, so how was that? That was good fun. That was good fun. I, I know you've um, signed an NDA, so you can't say. Specific, yeah, not pushing for yeah. specifics, just you know. Um, no, it was it was it was really good fun. Like the you know, I mean that's the second time I've worked with um with 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 Chris Hemsworth, and he's always just like super lovely, and you know, I mean, like just rocks up and said, "Hey, you go fist bump everyone," like just creates just like a, a really um just like nice atmosphere, mm. and the rest of, like the rest of the crew were great as well, and um being on from the start was good fun because. You know, you, you get the script and you get to do a breakdown and, um, you know, you actually get to be part of the creative process of the fight, creating the fight scenes and creating this and creating that. Um, yeah. But the guys like the, the actors that were, we were doubling, like they were, they were all really, really competent. You know what I mean? So mm. it's kind of, you know, it's a catch 22. It's like, oh, it's really good because I get to do it. They, they do a lot of their own stuff then you're like, oh, I don't get to do much, but it looks better for camera because you're not always cutting. Yeah, but it was just a really fun project. You know, like the actors were great, super competent with the fight scenes and it was a fun, fun project. And mm. yeah, and, and it was at home. So it was good. You know, it was only 10 minutes down the road. Oh. So, so you, get to, you like drive to work. Yeah, day. yeah, pretty much. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a really, really fun job. Really good job. I, I did um uh, injure my ankle on it, like, just before we broke up, like the day before we were breaking up for the Christmas break. Um, yeah, I did, did a nice injury to my ankle, which I did a, a year earlier when I was filming in China. And it was nearly a year to the date and I did the same injury again. So just uh, rolled it or? Uh, I actually, um, I actually uh, ruptured the medial and lateral stabilizers. So on both sides of the ankle. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I did it. I did it well. Like not, not, didn't need surgery just um you know cortisone and um and some peptides and it's 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 fine uh but it's it was yeah it was it wasn't a great one but it was one of those things where we did the take multiple times and then you know on the 21st time it just, happened. just just sideways and yeah it's just it's the nature of the beast is that the worst injury you've had um where are we yeah, touch wood. <laughs> I've in, in my like in twelve years of training and, and filming and all the bits and pieces, I've had four stitches to the eyebrow and yeah, and like a grade three sprain. Someone get a uh, bit too close in a fight scene, did they? they split your eyebrow. Uh, this was actually back in Perth, um, when I was like first getting into it and we're doing a, uh, an army scene with the actor and he had an original steel World War One helmet on. Uh. And we kept saying to him, I was like, cool, like, I, you know, come from behind and you headbutt me. So, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm yeah. going to go, heads are, our heads are going to be to the side and camera angle will cheat it. Yeah. And we drilled it, drilled it, drilled it, drilled it. And then eventually when we call action, he just, just launches like straight back and I couldn't get out of the way enough. And um, yeah, it just, just clipped my eyebrow. 
but it was the night shoot and we had to like how we had to finish it so we just mm. quickly glued it and put some makeup on it because we couldn't <laughs> show blood I think, I think it was an abc production so we couldn't show okay. blood. yeah so um yeah finished it off and then to the to the hospital after that and yeah, they did a good job you can't even see it yeah uh, no injuries... it hides pretty well you know yeah but my worst injuries have been in from jujitsu i compete in jujitsu and um yeah like broken ribs and broken fingers and yeah. broke my nose in eight places and yeah so murder yoga i call it right right yeah the yeah. gentle art yeah right yes yeah so. so you know stunts is relatively safe in comparison to that yes i was told to take it up as well um to help uh but my wife and i we'd been do- we've been doing chinese kung fu for like 15 years and yeah we were national champions but it's a completely different level when you're rolling around on the ground you know? yeah and I was only saying to this to to uh, the director, I said, all the kung fu that I see in film, I said I would not use in an actual fight because it's too it it's not direct enough. I'm sure you know martial arts background. You just be like, well, front kick, right hand, there that's pretty much over. And yeah. you see all the 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 flips and oh, you've gone off screen. Oh, just lost my feed. That's right because it's just audio, but. Uh, you know, you see stuff like, uh, what do they call them? Hack flips and all that kind of stuff with kicks on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. look cool. Like, they look amazing. Um, but I don't think you'd ever use it in an in actual self-defense scenario. No, it's def- definitely not practical by, by any means. Oh, we lost Adam. We'll have to wait for him to come back in. Yeah, it looks like Zoom had a. Uh... Now my video is not working. Oh, I love Zoom. Right? <laughs> Technical difficulties. There we are. <laughs> All right. I think it just had a had a seizure. Right. <laughs> oh. No, like yeah, the well, even the director and that were talking about how they had to do um, like auditions over Zoom for principal cast and stuff like that and they were having tech do yeah wow man if i could have had shares in zoom before the um before the pandemic would have been sweet hindsight it's a beautiful thing isn't it so what have you got coming up what projects anything um busy for the rest uh, of the year uh there's a, a couple of everything's always a potential you know what i mean like it's one of those things now you don't get excited or you're not on the job till you're on the job. Yeah. Cause so many things can fall through. Like I even, uh, I had a mate who like packed up his house, put his stuff in storage, rented out his place, got to the airport and then got an email saying, Oh, the job's gone away. Oh, whoa. That's like, intense. Yeah. And it's a, it's a thing. Like it, it, it happens, you know, like, um, like funding goes or, you know, they push it or, or this or that. And, you know, like even, um, you know, like they, they announced like Mad Max was supposed to shoot a bit this year and then <clears throat> shoot next year. And then they, they pushed all this year. They're just going to do it all next year. So, you know, I'm sure there was guys lined up for that or, you know, I'm sure there was things in play for that, <clears throat> which yeah. is a prime example. Now it's all gone to next year. So, I mean, it happens, but. Yeah, we, got, a, we got the warning for that. A lot of army guys got the warning to be extras on that. And then we yeah. told it's being pushed till 
till next year. Yeah, and it was just you know it was that was just basically a like a tax thing. Like mm. they had to film some now apparently to get the tax incentive, and then they extended the incentive. So they're like, well, why would we do half now and we don't have to? That's right. Do it all, all at once. So it, it makes sense, you know. But it's one of those things. Is like you're not on to your own. Do you get your first paycheck? But um, I got a car crash coming up, so which is which is kind of nice. Um, so I've been, <laughs> yeah. if anyone's ever said that, yeah, I've got a car crash coming up. It's gonna be yeah, pretty. So nice. That's good. Like I said, I like cars. So I but I've been given that's my little project. So he's like, yeah. okay, um, you you can build the build the the, the cage, you know, the mm. racing seat. You build it all, set it all up, and you can do the crash as well. So I was like. Sounds great to me. You know, I, I enjoy that. I still enjoy getting in the workshop as well and, and fabricating and doing bits and pieces. So. What car are you going to be crashing? Um, I, don't, I think I think they're just going for like a, you know, just like a, a standard, like a little Commodore or something like that. It's it, it it's not, not really, um, uh, the car's really not seen specific. It's more about the act, like the action involved of what, yep. what's happening in the car crashes. So... Um, I think it'll just just be an average little runabout sedan or something like that, mm. um, which is fine by me. Generally, the older the better, yeah, because there's less electronics. Yep, no ABS. So, yeah, um, you know, and the older, especially like the older Commodores and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really easy to to get rid of the, all the ABS mm. and traction control and stuff like that. With these new ones, as soon as you start pulling fuses and bits and pieces, they um they have a meltdown. So yeah. We just used to use a hammer and uh, squash the brake line, the rear brake lines down flat on the rears so you could do, you know, burnouts real easy. Oh. Just put your foot on the brake and just hold the front wheels on. Nice. I like Back that. when we were 18, 18. Yeah. It was, it was last week, wasn't it? No, nah, yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. My, my MG just doing burnouts down the, down the cafe strip. Remember everyone used to drive down there? Did you ever get to Fremantle? Yeah, yeah. T- take take the motorbike down. Actually, I had a I had a little nineteen seventy two Datsun twelve hundred U. Oh yeah! Oh wow! They are worth money now yeah. and hard to. Find. And I had a um FJ twenty turbo out of the R thirty Skyline in it. So it was a ten second ten second street car. So yeah, wow. Yeah. Used, used to take that down there and go for little cruises. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know that they have a motorplex now in Kunana. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Which is yep. yeah. So they moved the Ravenswood drag strip and that here, and yep. they moved the the uh, from Claremont for the stock cars and that. They moved that down there, but that's where I grew up down there. And, nice. Um, yep. It's nice down there. It's a really good raceway, you know. Yeah, yeah. They still need to do something here for the supercars because the track here is not very good. But no, no. I used to pick crew for um, Dean Merrilies. He was like number two sprint car driver. When I was a kid, when I was like 10 years old, because like my mate's dad would pit crew for him. So I'd go along and change a tire and help out and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a mate who does that. I, I does the sprints. So I just give him shit. I'm just like, so what are we going to do now? Oh, we're going to turn left. What are we going to do now? Oh, let's turn left again. Left again. <laughs> but no, I didn't know that they didn't have any clutch, the sprint cars. Mm. Um, and you, they're pushed out, which is crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So don't stall on the start line. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, they did. I did have a mate who used to do the sidecars with a motorbike. Oh yeah, but that'd uh, be interesting. Yeah, he said it was scary. crazy, very scary. Yeah, but now yeah. they don't do it because it was too dangerous. Too dangerous. Yeah, so they don't for do the, it for anymore. the passenger. 
well, I think for everyone, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've, you've got no protection when you think about it. None. I mean, None at all. Yeah. I mean, that was how um, Simoncelli in the MotoGP passed away, came off his bike and the guy behind him ran, ran no over room. him. Yeah. 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 There's no room for error, really, when you're in a no. pack of, you know, motorbikes. Yeah. yeah. No, it is, it's good fun, though. But, um, yeah, no, it's just the film's going really well, which is which which is great but it's it's nice to see the the rest of the world is starting to open up again as well you know prospects of travel oh yeah we've been very lucky here like i've had some people on my podcast from over east and some from america and uh yeah it's the way they talk about it is must be horrifying and yeah friends in germany that have been in lockdown for over a year yeah i couldn't imagine that like especially like what it would play like how it would play on your mind, just, you know, like the psychological aspect of just being like, yeah, like in a, in a, in a jail and in your home jail for, for a year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I could imagine the statistics of depression and suicide rates have just skyrocketed. Oh yeah. And domestic violence, unfortunately as well. Well, I, I know here, even in Australia, domestic violence, you know, shot yeah. through the rules. It was up like over 40% or something stupid like that. I remember reading. Yeah. yeah. So, but we were very lucky. I found, or well, what I found in Queensland, we were very lucky. Or well, I shouldn't say Queensland because Brisbane had a few lockdowns, but Gold Coast specifically didn't feel like it changed that much. Yeah. And like, Perth, um, Perth had like a couple of lockdowns at the beginning, but then that was it. Nothing pretty much. Masks yeah. a couple of times. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even remember us having to have masks out in public. Mm. Like, in, in 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 the Gold Coast area, yeah. like it was, it was actually that, quite. Yeah. I suppose that's why a lot of films moving over here. Everything's just a bit more easier, you know. To Western Australia. Well, no, to Australia in general. Australia. Yeah. Hmm. Well, a lot of places are still in like turmoil. Like California, like California's their economy is like gone to shit. Well, for everything everything you see and you read, um, you know, you can't you can't believe it all, but. All of it can't be 100% nonsense. Yeah. So, you know, and, and same with like the UK was still, you know, it was open, then it was locked down. It was open, then it was locked down. And, you know, they're, they're two, two big hubs for the film industry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I know we're just about to wind up. So if you've got any, have you got any words of wisdom for any new people that are looking to come on to doing stunts and, and such? Uh, yeah. Don't do it no, no don't do <laughs> it's it it's hard work it, it's, it's it's hard work like you have to you have to really want it you can't be doing it for the money or the accolades or it, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's fucking hard yeah like there's there's just there's so much training and and like and like i don't want to say hustling but it's like networking and yeah. you're going to get told no way more times than you're going to get told yes oh yeah of course so you just gotta you know you, ha- you have to really want it you have to really want it to just be like just just keep tr- keep going keep going keep pushing keep pushing keep pushing so if, you, if you're thinking about it like like yeah like really think about it and and like do you want it do you really want it because you like it's like anything if you really want something you'll make it work like i'm always under the impression of like if i really wanted to be a doctor i reckon i could it might take me longer to get there than somebody else. You know, I might have to study twice as yeah. hard and twice as long because I'm not, you know, I don't, but I would get there if I really wanted it. And 
stunts is the same. You have to really want it. Otherwise, you're going to do it for a bit. You're going to do some training. You might even get to your first grading and then you're just going to, yeah. and then you'll, you'll find somewhere else. And I've seen it. I've seen it a lot with a lot of people. You know, they, I think they like the idea of it mm. more than they actually like the profession. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause it, oh, it took me years, yeah. it took me years to gain traction. And just like, even after I got graded, it still took me ages to first start getting those days and getting it to snowball. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a slow process. You know, you do, and let's, some people luck out and they'll, you know, they'll, they look like someone, so they'll get graded and they'll get onto a full-time job for like several months. Yeah. But generally it's like, it's very like, rare. Yeah. You'll get very your one rare. day and then, then someone will say, Oh, you did good. You know, and then recommend you for this and that. So you have to, you have to really want it and be prepared to, to sacrifice. There's a lot of sacrifice involved, you know, sometimes just being broke and, and, and training when you don't want to train and just, you know, just to, just to keep it going. So yeah. Sounds like running really a business. Fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, kind of you, you're representing wow. yourself, you know, wow. you know, you don't work, you're working for the production, but you're representing yourself. So yeah. 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 No, it's good. And um, yeah, if you ever over this way, hit us up. Oh, well, Take you'll be out. coming over for a couple of films here anyway, won't you? Maybe it'd be nice. My family's still all in Western Australia. So it would, um, it'd be great to come over and see the nieces and nephews and my mum and sisters. And yeah. The only thing I would say that with the, with the, with the COVID is it's been really good for podcasting. Cause yeah. people are always in quarantine with, with yeah. nothing to do. Yeah. So. Well, I, do I should a- give mine a plug. I, I started a podcast two oh, years really? ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yes. I filmed 10 episodes, but I never released it because I went away to China for work. Yeah. Um, and then I was out of the country for eight months and then COVID hit and then I just started everything else. But I'm kicking it back up again. So, oh, yeah. well, is it already, is it live already or not? Uh, it will be. I'll be, I'll be chucking out the first episode in like a, a week or so. Um, it's called a, a Dose of Reality. And oh, it's nice. basically just interesting people with interesting stories. You know, I've got a, I've got a sleep doctor. Um, oh wow on board yeah yeah i've got a few like race car drivers just yeah just like everybody's got an interesting story so i'm just trying to yeah that's like mine yeah because i do like some famous people some not famous some interesting stories well um have you got have you got instagram and all that set up for it yet uh no it's i've just got mine Um, yeah did you want me did you want me to put your instagram on the show notes so people can um yeah yeah because I'll, I'll put i'll put a link on my instagram before, and then before i kick it all before i kick it all off it's it's just like a little side project i just i just enjoy this i just enjoy like having a conversation chatting to new people you know like hearing 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 about you and, and you know it's just great conversing everybody's got like i said got that interesting story and, it, and done interesting things it's good that you haven't picked up the old the old slow queensland accent yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of Queenslanders on here and I'm like, hurry up because this we've only got like 40 minutes and you're talking so slow. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I'm on my second coffee though as well. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. You're talking super fast. Well, uh, all right, Adam. Well, thanks for your time. Um, great. Thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, I'll put your links on the show notes for all the listeners and uh, he's doing some really cool stuff. So yeah, I'm following on Instagram. So yeah, follow him along. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. See ya.